Shark Child, and this is The Dark Verse, a collection of my strange works with the sole purpose of sharing with you a unique world of horror and fantasy that will follow you to the visions of your sleep. Whether or not you got a chance to listen to the newscast that I released on October 1st, I am going to relay the information once more. There is a book special going on at sharkchildsremains.com during the month of October. And for this promotion, I am offering from the Passages of Revenants, the Dark Verse Volume 1 hardcover book for only $17.99 unsigned. You can get a signed copy for $21.99. Both are shipped free and don't have sales tax. So this is a great time to pick up the book if you want to. The book special is going to last until midnight on Halloween. Also, during the month of October, I will be holding the dreadful Inspirator contest, and the prize for that is a new 8GB iPod Nano. I don't know if you saw, but they just released a new version that has a video camera on it. This will be the version that you will receive if you are the winner. To check out the guidelines for this contest and how to submit a little entry, go to either facebook.com slash sharkchild or go to thedarkverse.com. You'll be able to find the, the uh, rules to that contest there. I suggest you do it. It's a good chance you can win. My competitions are for real and uh, there's great odds. Okay, now it's time for my story, which is... One of my more abstract ones every once in a while i just have one of these i don't know where it comes from i just gotta you know gotta write what's in my mind and this is what happened all right this is episode 53 of the dark verse and it is entitled the first innovation if the stars were maps of history then my heart would have been their maker. If there were a way to look within the earliest light still traveling upon the edges of the universe, then my face would have been the subject there discovered. Bittersweet were the eons of my life. In my first memory, I was but an idea, a germ of thought traveling the endless roads of realms intangible and unspeakable, where both colossal and minuscule entities roamed without substantial shape or purpose. The only purpose, if even at all, was to everlastingly be. The sizes of things varied, but not by any visible measurements. The hierarchy of existence was a computation of reason within the boundaries and scope of will. What made more decisions, if any, and what acted effectively on those decisions? I was more of a virus, but unlike a virus that would destroy its host, I sought out to change it with the incredible power of suggestion. 
I sought to inhabit an entity worthy of the resources I required so that I might release what I held. Innovation. I was the first innovation. A robust malfunction floating in a chaotic system of purposelessness with a purpose that before me did not exist. When I latched upon the entity capable of my inspiring toxins, an indiscernible mountain of being, the innovation ingrained within me came to life and set in motion an awful and instantaneous effect, the creation of physicality. In my second memory, I was expelled from the ethereal world and thrust into form as a creature of limbs. I lay upon a cold, rocky ground while shivers ran throughout my body, inflicting sharp discomforts. Thick air entered me, drawing in unsettling temperatures and fumes, and exited me, ejecting mucus-filled rasps. Devoured by an emotion unknown to me, which was fear, I convulsed heavily, flopping my arms and legs about as if I were a doll. The edges of rock beneath me cut into my flesh as I writhed. By the will of that entity enlivened with my innovation, all things changed, for there could not exist two opposing planes, ethereal and physical, between a single set of life. Life had to sway one way or the other, and because of my influence, it chose to manifest in shape and in sight and in touch. In my third memory, I witnessed the emergence of all other physical beings and life forms, as they birthed and sprouted with the distant translation of information between the incorporeal and the corporeal realms. Fiends of land and sky began to wander, and growths of vegetation began to loom. It was both terrible and beautiful, all at once. In my fourth memory, I recalled what I was, a vessel of catastrophic, universe-altering influence and manipulation. My fear turned to revel as I remembered the triumphant success of my role. Although many memories slipped away from me through the limiting and incompatible architecture of my new mind. In my fifth memory, I stood before an army of massive creatures that towered over me one thousandfold. From the new sky they came and descended before me, nearly crushing me beneath their enormous ways, while indeed crushing the land of life surrounding me. For the first time, living things screamed and moaned, signaling what was before unknown, but quickly understood. Death. Laird silk skin fluttered from the arriving behemoths' bodies like streamers, each piece seeming to have an intelligence of its own. They grinned at me with mouths full of pride. One of the behemoths was different than the rest. It was taller, stronger, more intelligent. This more prominent creature was the recipient of the first innovation. It was the master of all that transformed. It spoke to me with a voice that filled all spaces of audibility. You have changed what was into what is. 
rule this land, although it is not yours. Just as time now holds this place, let it be known that we will return to claim it. Once the message was shared, the behemoths ascended and vanished into the heavens of the ever-expanding universe, the blood of their fresh, inadvertent murders covering their feet. In my 54 billionth, 836 millionth, 223,714th memory, I was happy. Life had orchestrated itself into a mechanism of order. It diversified and flowed, richly and exponentially. Societies formed and fell and fought and worked together. There was tragedy and there were miracles. I remained hidden, only a spectator of the world that constantly changed and evolved, a world I had grown to love. In my three trillionth, four hundred and ninety-three billionth, one hundred and fifty-seven millionth, four hundred and fifty-nine thousandth, one hundred and eleventh memory, I walked alone within the once brilliant rocky world. It had failed. There were so many ways it could have survived, but the corrections were not drastic enough. I looked to the nearest star, embracing its flare as any hopeful muse would. Life had ceased. All things had perished and decomposed. It was a dismal time. I had nothing left to exist for. In my three trillionth, four hundred and ninety-three billionth, one hundred and fifty-seven millionth, four hundred and fifty-nine thousandth, one hundred and twelfth memory, the behemoths returned and flooded the land with their massive numbers and size. There was nothing left to perish beneath their feet as they crashed down with limited finesse. The master of them, the recipient of innovation, spoke out with its unavoidable voice. It is time. Whether it had more to divulge in speech or not, I was the first to act. In accordance with the purpose renewed inside me, I flung myself upon the master behemoth and burrowed myself into its flesh. With pitiful hands, I tore rampantly through the silk skin and the tissue beneath which fell away like moist, shredded paper. It tried to escape me, but was incapable. It flew the distances of space and navigated the infernos of stars, but it could not free itself from my wrath. I ravaged first through the foot, and then through the leg, and then through the torso. Up into the neck I continued, clawing, climbing. In rage and pain, the master behemoth lost its sanity and will and began to slaughter its followers, breaking their necks and ending their eternities in violent acts that for brief moments distracted it from its oncoming demise. The masses of the behemoths resisted, but even in union they could not succeed in victory. By the time just the two of us remained, I had reached the master behemoth's mind, that too, I tore into.
That concludes episode 53 of The Dark Verse. Please rate my podcast on iTunes. I would be thoroughly thrilled if you did that. It would be great. Also, go to thedarkverse.com to find all of my past podcasted episodes. You can contact me with any feedback or anything else cool at m at sharkchild.com. And then make sure you go to facebook.com slash sharkchild to become my fan, which is the best thing you could possibly do this week of October. It will be grand. Trust me. Believe me. All stories on the Dark Verse are the sole property of Sharkchild and cannot be used for distribution, publication, or monetary gain without my written consent. Sleep deeply and remember to love.